to another MRP Show episode and the second part of our Astral Meat series. Jose and Kevin continue their conversation with our couch potato, Holloway. Can a broken heart be healed? What is distant healing? Are we in a simulation? We cover this and a lot more in this episode. We left off where Kevin asked, would technology work for those entities? Take it away, Holloway. So, all right. So this reminds me of like, you know, those ghost hunter shows where they go out with their their EMFs, all their recording like stuff. I don't really understand. So I don't know how I feel about any of those instruments. I really don't know. Um, I, the best information I've ever gotten from spirits was through my own head. And I think that's because that's part of what we're um, made to do, even if a lot of people don't have spiritual experiences. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about like microphones or physical instruments recording things that are targeted towards spirits that happen to be in the same place. Um, I really hate shows like that, yeah. <laughs> honestly, because it's like it's like going into a stranger's house again and then Literally, demanding yeah. that they interact with you, and it's just it's rude. So like, of course you're gonna get cursed. <laughs> like you're stupid for walking but, into oh, this place. That makes but sense then like then. nothing, <laughs> nothing ever happens in these shows. That's what nothing bothers ever me the happens. most. Yeah, yes, nothing ever oh happens. God. And they're like, did you guys see that? There was like a little flash of light that just like yeah dude that's just like those shows uh there was one called like finding bigfoot or hunting bigfoot and uh, it's like an hour and a half long like i just i know exactly what you're specu- talking about yes. i hate that yes and then at, at the end of the episode There's it's nothing. like well we don't actually know if bigfoot is yeah. real or not <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> yeah Bye. but later it's like why did i waste an hour and a half exactly. of my life i know and then the second bus comes out and i'll watch like. it too <laughs> but also having said that when i what you were talking about before the person you interviewed I think you said Justin um, bringing things home that's very real and that can that also just happens in daily life too Um, but I would say um, sorry I got sidetracked so you asked forever ago (laughs) about like protecting yourself um, oh wow that was was really forever ago but I never um, I never (laughs) actually said I never actually said what you could do I was just like yeah just just protect yourself but I didn't actually go into it please tell us Um, okay so I I have a few so basically I use um, I use a few things to just cleanse myself and the space you don't have to like go through and burn stuff in your house if that makes you uncomfortable or if you don't like it then don't do it like, like the sage it, and you can use sage I'm trying to find alternatives because it's very over harvested but when I do buy sage I usually just get it at powwows or like indigenous owned shops but um, you can use sage you can use sweetgrass palo santo is also like nice but it's also over harvested I'm trying um, it's called tarwood, tarwood, um, fatwood, basically as an alternative for Palo Santo. Um, but so like there's an herbal side to things. You can burn all kinds of stuff. You can find your favorite stones or whatever that feel good to you. But the most important thing is like mental affirmation and checking in with yourself and seeing how you feel in a space and then commanding the space. So if you want to go to sleep, you walk in your room. This is what I would do. I would walk in and just imagine um depending on the situation i would prescribe like maybe different types of energy work but um filling the space with good energy and imagining particular tones of light that appeal to you work really nicely it kind of just serves as like a shield it's like a basic shield before you lay down and like lose consciousness and Mm -hmm. maybe astral project (laughs) but um there's there's a lot of types of energy work that are also effective so they make you kind of inedible to entities um or they attract good things so that's the other side to it so when you say energy work do you mean like like how does that work so there's i um i don't really know what i would call my own practice because it's just this thing that i've done since i was little there's Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who are just innate healers so they're they like um they use they usually use their own energy to do healings with other people Mm -hmm. but i don't really like to say that i heal people because that i'm not trying to sound like because then yeah because then people are like all right (laughs) that's not that's not the idea you're trying to (laughs) you're trying to serve as a catalyst for the healing that could already um happen for that person Mm -hmm. so the healing potential is always there for a person or an animal or a plant or a space um 
And then what a lot of natural healers do is they just notice and they like, they kind of focus whatever the energy or vibe is in the space for a particular reason. So if you notice that someone feels very down or feels very like anxious, um, they kind of take that energy that exists in that space and they flip it and attempt to cure it, but it doesn't, um, it doesn't have to be just about emotions. It can be very physical. Like it works well on cuts. It works well with like gut issues or headaches or any number of things. Um, and Reiki is another thing that's in that energy healing family. I like Reiki. Um, it's a fairly recent. It sounds like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. (laughs) It does. It sounds (laughs) like it's, um, it's a, it's from like the 1920s. It's a Japanese energy healing method. Um, I like it because it takes advantage of the energy that's already in the space. It doesn't use your own. I'm mm-hmm. trying to practice doing that. Um, but it depends on it depends on how you source energy. I've noticed that using my own energy is more effective short term, but it exhausts me. So I try to go between the two and like draw from the space around me rather than use my internal like core. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, vibes, energy, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's also it is a very emotional thing and you do have to take it take into consideration how you're feeling before you heal a space or a person Mm -hmm. but um anyone can do that too it's uh i find it really fun (laughs) so it's something that like like we would have access to if we wanted to definitely every single thing i'm talking about is some is like unless you have i feel like the only exceptions would be if you have a chemical issue or a physical issue that keeps you from remembering your experiences or maybe maybe you don't produce a lot of some hormone or dmt or whatever it is when you're asleep Mm -hmm. um other than that everyone should have the same access as me but it does take a lot of practice and open-mindedness and you can decide if the cultural acceptance part matters to you it doesn't to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um yeah like really anyone should be able to do this unless they have something physically not right okay yeah dude that's crazy that's wild that's scary i love it it's not scary i promise it's it's a little when it's new information it's overwhelming but when you practice um especially if you start with protecting and grounding yourself then it's awesome that is really good to know see i grew up in a christian household so sort (laughs) of kind of i don't know what i grew up in it was just like kind of agnostic and then when I was six I said I want to get baptized because I was really scared of going to hell all of a sudden like I, I don't know where I mean, they who, came who is it, right? <laughs> yeah. that's how they get you I know I got scared I had I had friends who were very um, very Christian and I would go to church with them a lot but I was I was not really anything until I was atheist and then I was not atheist at all like it was just the complete like, opposite you were like wow yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah see because man growing up so I grew up uh, Seventh Day Adventist same uh, yeah we all kind of did actually <laughs> yeah, we all grew up Seventh Day Adventists, and like there, they don't. It's 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 crazy because they don't talk about any of the mysticism, any of the uh, all this other stuff that is clearly present in the Bible. Even if you, I mean, whether you believe it or not, mm-hmm. the you know the whole healing, and it's just about whether where you believe it comes from, whether it's you know from your God or from the God or from yeah, know, the universe or, or yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, growing up, we were always told that, oh, if it's not from God, it's it's from the devil. devil. Yeah. So like, um, you know, actually when we started doing this podcast, it's really sort of like opened my mind up to all these different things. It's like, why are we so it's, it's, it's really foolish of us to, to expect the entire universe to run by our rules when we've only been here for such a short amount of time where Mm -hmm. these like, you know, stupid, arrogant beings who think that everything has to play by our rules and just because it doesn't match with our physics that we've discovered, just because it doesn't match with our sciences or whatever, that it's automatically like evil or something like that. So it's just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's, it's still scary for me because obviously I have all of the, you know, religious teachings that I grew up with yeah. and obviously like Hollywood and like all the movies and things like that. So it's just, yeah. uh, I don't know. It's scary. You know, I it's, totally, I totally get it. Wild, it's wild. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And plus like my roommate, he's always telling me about like, uh, okay, not always. Cause it's only happened like once about, <laughs> about like his, uh, his sleep paralysis and stuff. And then, yeah. you know, I go on looking at, you know, freaking Reddit and stuff and mm-hmm. 
there's nothing but fun on there so oh man yeah it's, yeah. All, it's all scary and creepy my first sleep paralysis experience was so scary mm-hmm. see there you go boom right there <laughs> you know <laughs> i've had a lot of them so I it, it. it was the weirdest because like when i was younger i would get sleep paralysis mainly in the car mm-hmm. and i'd fall asleep in the car yep because like you know well like when you fall asleep in the car you're just like sitting there like in my case i was usually always like sitting straight up and then i just who like, does that who falls asleep sitting straight up <laughs> dude i do just like <laughs> yeah literally just like that and just then, like, like a freaking vampire or something. yeah and then, <laughs> and then like my head starts nodding like going up and down and i keep pushing it like pulling it back up pulling yeah. it back up until finally it's just like boom mm-hmm. i'm just like this and like next thing you know it's like i'm asleep but like my Spirits. mind like my mind is awake and i'm just sitting there yep. and i'm like my neck hurts <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't move my neck. Like, yeah. like I can't get away from this position. And then I'd have these spurs where like, like, like all of a sudden, like I'd regain a little bit of consciousness and then I'd like mm-hmm. swing my head like to the other side and then I'd fall back asleep and like mm-hmm. not be able to move again. I'm like, damn it. Now my other side of my neck hurts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think especially when you're um, attempting any OBE uh, paralysis is a really common side effect. It's not, I promise it's not usually a bad thing um the like <laughs> once in a while i think i've had paralysis beat i would say once in a while several times i've had paralysis because of something that was in the room but usually i kind of caused it myself something um, is in like something's odd with the energies or like there's like i can see the being that's doing it oh you're like hey like please get out of my room that's like kind of gross <laughs> yeah it's like hey this is a but, private residence <laughs> yeah but it normally it's really normally not like that usually it's just the i call it getting caught or snagged so if you're like if you're leaving your body and it doesn't a hundred percent go physically the way you plan for it to um for me i have problems at my hips so i'll get i'll get caught at my hey, hip me too <laughs> <laughs> i'll like i'll be free to move so i'll be like totally lucid technically totally asleep and then from the waist up i can move around and bend around and twist and float and i'm fine and then my legs get caught and i don't know if it's because i hold tension in my legs or what the problem is but that's why relaxing is so important really all paralysis is at least from what i can tell when it's not caused by an entity Mm -hmm. is that um you did something funny with your body or you regained enough consciousness to tense up and it's causing Mm -hmm. like a connection issue with your spirit right now. Uh, That's really all it is. Server issue. Yeah, it's a server issue. (laughs) It's a a quick error and relaxing out of it is the only thing that fixes it for me. Can you do that while you're like, like if you realize that you're paralyzed, can you like get out of that and be like, all right, cool. Yeah, I've only successfully, I've only successfully done that maybe like 10 or 20 times, but I've had, I've had had like hundreds of OBEs. So for me, that's a very small percentage. Usually I have to relax into my body wake up and then say i'm gonna leave this time go back to sleep and then i can leave i just have oh, to okay. completely un like start the whole process yeah. again and then oh, okay. but it is totally possible if you can get really relaxed and not be shocked or freaked out by anything that's going on physically with you you can leave after you um address the tension issue in your physical body yeah you can Dang, definitely bro. do that interesting i can't mm-hmm. do that that's wild bro just a lot that's why that's why i'm so scared of trying like any sort of like hallucinogens <laughs> or anything because i'm like dude i'm scared of everything and well then, I, I totally get it that's why i haven't taken anything because i don't know what it would do to my mind right exactly <laughs> bro know. exactly like there's some doors that i don't think i could handle if mm. they were open so i'm like you know what let me just i can barely handle the physical world <laughs> i don't need to you know get lost in some other freaking dimension and then yeah. you know i like die. getting lost in speaking other dimensions of die, and dying um we <laughs> had a we had a caller uh one of our uh, live listeners mm-hmm. called in a question Mm-hmm. Um, what happens if you get killed, quote unquote, while like while on your journeys? So if you're after projecting and someone kills your physical body, is that no. what you mean? Ooh, but that or can happen do... too, right? Oh, sorry, no, I'm really both, dark. Both. <laughs> <laughs> like let's let's go both. Like okay. if somebody say you meet, uh, um, say you're you know floating around and you meet a being mm-hmm. who's like a dick and yeah. then like and they totally stab you. Yeah, he like stabs yeah. your your spirit or your energy or whatever. Like um, what happens then? I've been attacked in the spirit realm several times. I woke up. That was what happened. I don't know what happens for everyone. But um, I think really because 
because you're not bound by the same rules in the spirit realm dying is a different thing there mm. so if you're if you're murdered in the spirit realm i don't think that means the same thing as having the same experience here it's like we're much more fragile here mm-hmm. when things happen to our physical body um, cry so many yeah we cry <laughs> so many physical things can go wrong and cause problems but in the spirit world because everything is so much closer to being I guess I would say like pure energy I don't mm-hmm. know if that I, I don't know if I'm explaining that correctly but yeah um I can't imagine anything really happens other than maybe you transform into another form of energy, just like here. Like a whole nother, um, a whole nother level of maybe spirit, like a super spirit. Yeah, <laughs> super spirit. Well, there's some like if you're talking about like pagan gods, that's kind of that's kind of the same thing. So, so that's interesting. But um, I would say probably what's really going to happen to you. Like if this happened to you today, you would yeah, just wake up and you just be wake fine. up. Okay. Um, it's, is it like dying in a dream? Yeah. Like okay, exactly. Really good There's know, really actually. no difference okay. to me. Yeah. So because I do remember this one time, it's probably the only time that I've ever imagined like or that I've ever dreamed of myself dying. Mm-hmm. That it felt uh, so like the actual act, like the actual feeling of dying felt so real Mm. like so the dream was to not tell the whole dream pretty much i got shot like a whole bunch of times Mm -hmm. and so i was like falling down and as i was falling down when i hit the ground i was like starting to fade and i was realizing that i was starting to fade i was like oh i think i'm dying right now like Mm -hmm. okay well this is what death looks like and then that's when i woke up and i was like oh shit i was dreaming like and i died you know um but okay so then what happens if you would be killed like your physical body would be killed while you're like in the spirit world um honestly so i think yeah that's basically what i was gonna say (laughs) vengeful spirit shit like um if so if you leave if you leave your body and you have a lucid out-of-body experience i have a feeling that's very similar to dying Mm -hmm. um and the main difference is that you can't get back into your physical body when you're ready to get back none. into your oh. physical body. So yeah, that'd piss me off too if I was like... <laughs> it would piss you off, but at the same time, it's kind of cool because it saves you a lot of pain. Like it saves you, depending on how I mean, you were murdered. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. that's kind of oh, cool. Well, at least I can stay out here now and explore right. the universe. <laughs> exactly. So maybe that part's not so bad, but it would be frustrating if you uh, if you had like unfinished business and then you end yeah, up haunting yeah, the place. Yeah. Or, like, that so that's... See, they always talk about like the vengeful spirits, but they never talk about how they got there right you know, i'd haunt like, the people that killed me just to fuck with them yeah i would too <laughs> i would haunt everyone one hunt fuck it you know i got nothing I'd haunt else people to do. that deserved it for sure exactly yeah you know <laughs> that's crazy man yeah it's like when ang dies in the uh in the avatar state Ooh, transforming into new energy yeah whoa um, oh spoiler sorry sorry for those of you who haven't seen avatar the last airbender that doesn't happen it's okay yeah. <laughs> he was lying damn that's crazy man i'm learning so much wow. i'm so i'm so mind blown right now yeah i've i've done a lot of research on like lucid dreaming and astral projecting over the years but um mm. having like a conversation like this like face to face with someone who's experienced like it's way better than oh, cool. spending hours like <laughs> Well, I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So, um, we've kind of been bouncing around everything that I had planned out, but that's usually how it happens. Um, but so I wanted to get a little, a little more into the, uh, the healing aspect. I know you mentioned that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, how can you like take us through one of your sessions or how you would go about, um, doing that? Cause I remember, I remember a while back ago, Walt, when you were still, uh, across the pond Mm -hmm. Uh, you had posted on facebook about uh attempting to heal someone stateside Mm -hmm. or attempting to sort of make that connection how would that work like how how like a distance healing yeah um so distance healing that exists in a lot of practices there's uh distance healing in reiki too um there's basically so when i talk about energy healing it's just it's an innate form of healing that i've been practicing very actively for maybe five or six years but it was just this thing that i could kind of do forever and that tells me that anyone could do this if they were aware of it and wanted to activate it Mm -hmm. so um it's just like it's just noticing where there's a problem and that problem could be physical or mental or emotional it could be a bunch of different things um on a person an animal a plant or a space or whatever there's really no limit it could be an object too Mm -hmm. um that's harder to get feedback 
feedback yeah, <laughs> of I mean. an object, <laughs> but it's possible. Um, but anyway, I guess uh, if I... A distance healing and an in-person healing are not that different. Um, other, other than there's there's some forms of feedback that are much easier to get off of someone in person but really especially if you know the person or if you've met them at least once or twice it doesn't feel too different what mm -hmm. like what's actually coming out of my hands or what is um the response from their uh body mm -hmm. it kind of doesn't matter how far away they are so um i I did some energy work with a friend recently too, who he described it as um, feeling like he was being polarized. But what I'd like to do is kind of evenly um, feel out either, either uh, in my mind or on their body. Like if they're laying on, uh, like on my Reiki table, um, I'll go through and just kind of identify areas that seem cold or seem like a little dense or seem kind of dark or like knotted. There's a few different, it's basically like textures that come off of their body that don't seem correct. If that makes mm -hmm. any sense, I don't know, but it's like, it's like running your hand over your bed and then you notice a lump in it. Mm -hmm. uh, that lump is an area that I need to address. And then I need to sit there and see how that lump responds to different colors or different vibrations or different um, things that I am noticing uh, or I'm just making it go away. So mm -hmm. like all um, heat is another like important factor. Maybe I'll get very warm when I do a session with someone. They'll usually describe feeling very warm. And I think that's just your whole body healing. Mm -hmm. And it's very healing for both parties. It's like they're receiving the energy that I'm hoping they're going to receive. But I'm also healing, too, because I'm channeling um, whatever is existing around us that's can that's making that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, so some people might describe that as just like the universe healing you. Some people will call it God. Some people would call it, um, just good vibes. It <laughs> depends vibes. on your vocabulary, but yeah. it's really all the same stuff. Yeah, so surprisingly, I still remember my question. Mm -hmm. so I don't even remember your question. That's because I didn't ask it. Shit. <laughs> 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 oh, that makes 100% more sense. I was like, damn, how do I not remember this question? <laughs> I must have not been present. Okay, so. Hold on, my allergies are Oh my god. Wait, do you wash like, your eyes? Do you need to go take a shower? It's fine. You can go shower if you want, real quick. It's fine. It's fine. Do you want to take fine. a bath? I can have Juan drop the water for you. <laughs> yeah, let me get some visine. Ooh, dude, I seriously, no, your eyes no, are. No, no, no. You are, I, don't, I don't want to get my eyes dependent on that shit. You know, if, like visine. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is a thing. Like visine. I'll be way up, probably. Where it, it like it. No, it makes it, it makes like the redness and everything go away. But then every time something happens, it makes your eyes so much more oh sensitive my gosh. to like all that shit. No, I believe you. Sounds so about that, right. So that you keep using it. Yeah, of course. That's, That's how that shit is. works, man. When yeah, my eyes are burning like that, I just grab like a little paper towel or a piece of cloth and I just wipe it. Yeah, but, it why is your eyes drier when they're I like? Know. Why do you think the visine is shaped like a triangle, bro? Oh, come on. Oh, Illuminati exposed. Do, 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 do. You heard it here first. Exactly. <laughs> we're 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 unlocking all the crypts tonight. <laughs> all right, right, go ahead. Do you with remember your question? Your question did you and no, no action. In action. All right. So, um, you were talking about um, healing. Mm -hmm. So, what exactly are you healing? What am I healing? Yeah, like, like on a person, like yeah, what's like, wrong? Yeah, like 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 what's like an average thing that you usually heal? Um, so I tend to be best with like so physically, like headaches and joints are kind of my specialty. But um, a lot of people just have emotional issues that need some physical pushing around and what I mean by that is sometimes physical or mental issues can be blocked um, or can be created by blockages in your body so those blockages happen at different points they don't always correspond like you know you see like a stereotypical chart of chakras and things like that yeah mm, so chakras. sometimes yeah sometimes it corresponds with that and sometimes it doesn't exactly but I think it's because there's way more points than that chart represents mm -hmm. so usually you have the ones that follow the core of your body 
And then there's a lot of little ones that go out like in your limbs and through your face and through your chest and they're all over the place. It's almost like lymph nodes. Um, they're like spiritual lymph nodes, maybe. I could make that comparison. Mm -hmm. But um, when blockages happen in different areas, they can cause some emotional or physical problems. I don't think all of them can be attributed to blockages like that, but um, I see it a lot especially with emotional issues. Can you heal um, a broken heart? A broken heart? <laughs> Asking um, for a friend. I, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It's just like, I don't know. I've seen... How so, much do you charge per do session? We need to take, again, we need to take again, a break. Again, need to take a break. Again, I'm asking no, for a friend. That's going to be our MRP t-shirt. It's like, can you heal a broken heart? That's beautiful. Um, again, I'm asking for a friend. I think, I think it's possible and it's technically an emotional issue, so with repeated therapy technically yes but it would depend on what you have going on and the other thing is if you keep creating issues like a lot of people create their own problems facts it's, bro. it's not just spiritual mm -hmm. um spirits can influence things like that but a lot of things we create ourselves so you might create a blockage by being very closed off if you have a heart like chakra issue, maybe someone else caused it or maybe you caused it. It depends on mm. what happened there. What did you do? Ooh, I'm not mm. saying you specifically, <laughs> but you. like people in general. You blocked your heart chakra. I know that I've caused a lot of my own problems, which is why I say that. So um, it is important to be aware of what you're producing bodily and then see how that affects you mentally and spiritually over time. And sometimes it can take a lifetime to develop an issue. So it takes a long time to undo that issue. What are your so. office hours? Asking for a friend. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Um, Chill out, guys. I'm pretty, do you, do I'm you pretty do dang that? open. Like, do, you, do you like, uh, like if anybody had like business inquiries in this, in of this, you know, sort, would you be open to doing things like that yeah definitely i do i already i do distance healing occasionally um i'll do in person once in a while i'm not fully reiki certified but i've been doing my own innate practice for several years so that's what i that's what i tend to focus on mm -hmm. i don't tell people up front that i do reiki because i'm not certified but um i do a very similar thing that i that just came to me when i was little so that's what i practice but yeah i'm open <laughs> that's crazy that's yeah. great so follow her on Instagram for business, serious business inquiries only, please. <laughs> I know you talked earlier about how you were an atheist at one point mm -hmm. um, and then you just sort of flipped complete opposite. So what exactly um, do you have any specific, you know, form of belief or is it just sort of based on your own experiences and your own I mean, learning from your own experiences or yep. do you like have, you know, a book or like a guru or like <laughs> something, someone that you study or follow mm -hmm. their teachings in a, in a way? <clears throat> Um, I don't have a specific anything, honestly. Um, it's totally based on my experiences. And I think it's also, it's based on my experiences, but it's with a much more adult understanding of what was always happening to mm -hmm. me. Um, <clears throat> and it's also about recognizing when that happens to other people. But I, I really like hard science. I really like physics. I really like things that are very tangible. I love all those things too. <laughs> But I um, I don't have, I really stray from a specific brand of faith or mm. a guru or a text, but I like studying all of them. So I like, I think they're all really interesting and I think they all contain truths and they work for different people based on what they need in their life. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't think, I would not be prepared to like tell someone they need to follow a particular yeah, text okay. or faith. Um, I wouldn't say that for anyone. Uh, okay. That's something you have to figure out on your own. But for me, it's uh, it's mostly about studying all of them and being open to all of them. And that's basically it. Like just accepting that there's good and bad in every single in one everything. of those things. Yeah. And that's OK. The bad stuff is kind of important, too, actually. So it's like being as open as possible. That's cool. OK. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. <laughs>
Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, I don't know if this pertains to to this or not. I mean, it might. Um, but are you familiar with like uh, sacred geometry? I'm familiar with it. I think it's interesting. I, as an artist, sometimes I really want to go there. Like, I really want to incorporate that into my work. But so much work looks like that right now that I'm really hesitant. Dude, for <laughs> real, bro. Oh yeah. my god. Like, so, yeah. Shapes have been around forever, y'all, and y'all barely started using them, bro. Like, but I love. Chill fractals out. i'm really yeah. into fractals i don't like i don't use them but i study them and i think they're amazing and you can just look outside to see them everywhere so what that's are, very what cool. are fractals sorry um, you know what fractals are no i don't know what fractals are that's noob. why i asked what the, a noob. so a fractal i don't know the the like, Is it like a fraction like one over two um, not quite. It's like, um, it, I don't know what the formal definition is, but it's, uh, an example of a natural fractal is a tree. So if you look at, look at the full tree and then look at the branch and then the twig on the branch, they're all, they're all identical features. Um, what makes it a fractal, I guess, is that it's the same, like, like when you see those videos of like, uh, something zooming in on a shape that then contains the same shape and uh -huh. it contains the same shape. So that's, that's like. Like yeah, a, it's like yeah. a gif of a fractal kind yeah, of like, okay. like like a fractal is basically like like the foundation of a shape that makes sense it's like the okay. triangle but like what's a triangle a bunch of small triangles that's the idea of it you're, but i don't know how to there. say it with a triangle <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i'm it, not sure it's Aren't like there like five triangle no no okay like think about it this way it's like four triangles a triangle, a triangle. A triangle is made up of three lines uh -huh. and the try and those three lines are made up of smaller lines of like basically like little points that are put together and create a line yes so like a fractal would be like what makes up the points that makes up the lines that makes up the triangle all right Cool. Yeah, essentially, I get it. sort of. That's, no, it, it's hard to describe it. Yeah, yeah that's something like that. Yeah. Long <laughs> yeah. All right, it's I've part learned. of. I would say that it. it's part of sacred geometry. Maybe I'm not like I, too I, educated on it. I think so to an extent. I think so because like fractals yeah. are like the base shapes of of things, and like I think sacred geometry has a lot to do with like the base shapes of like everything that is in the universe, essentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is is good. the sacred geometry the thing where people say that we're in a simulator in a simulation because there's so many like mm. shapes, nah, or is that just is that just like QAnon? No, <laughs> <laughs> are you no. just throwing like random? <laughs> no, because I swear, like, uh, okay, I've seen a post I mean, on Facebook <laughs> that was like um, legit. It was like showing pictures of like you know the natural world or whatever, and then it was people drawing these shapes within all these things, and it's like look at all these shapes look that make up like pixels. a sunflower. Tell me we're not in a simulation, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we're not in a simulation. Like that's just <laughs> how things are, you know. Like, so I can draw shapes around things too, you know. To an extent, maybe like thirty percent, I would say, <laughs> but but sacred geometry is more like the shapes that make up the universe essentially i think that saying that we're in um some kind of simulation or virtual reality is a it's it's like a very close-minded to response to just like accepting that there is good math in nature like there i don't really see the problem with the fact that square it exists, numbers yeah, existing like in nature but some people <laughs> really don't like that so it must be a video game <laughs> I don't know. that stresses me out but um yeah. i think that's how people respond to um, yeah, I mean, another thing it. with uh with fractals is um when the first ever 3d computer generated images were ever created they were created using fractals using little tiny triangles and putting them together in different forms and creating landscapes so like you have this computer that can put together like a million microscopic triangles or two five ten million microscopic triangles in order to create a mountain mm. or in order to like create a tree or something like that or using different shapes to create something larger like like so um, like to simulate 
exactly or yeah exactly. i know exactly what you're talking about so yeah. then we are in a simulation because then before <laughs> it, they have to, like the artists have to draw actually all of that so then when they use that formula that you're talking about yeah plug it into the computer exactly and then it'll create algorithms like, as, yeah and an algorithm it'll be exactly. like so we're in a simulation is what you're form, okay using that yes. formula <laughs> so algorithm. we figure out the mathematic equation to mountains yeah well not just mountains i think just anything it kind of follows that rule, bro. So we are in a simulation. I mean, bro, things are happening. Don't hey. don't affirm them. <laughs> right? QAnon, do you hear me? <laughs> I mean, I I'm not dismissing. I'm not dismissing the fact that we could Who be in a simulation, maybe. but at the same right. time, it's like we need more evidence. Like, I need a little more evidence. Yeah, maybe like a lot of more evidence. I, I saw this thing. I saw this thing that was like, "There's a 50-50 chance that we're in a simulation." It's like, yeah, dude. There's a 50-50 chance that anything is anything. Like, it's e- it either. <laughs> Is or it isn't. Yeah, like ooh, spicy. <laughs> That's I like true. That. People don't like that math, but you know. That's, I like no. it. Fifty-fifty is a very like open. <laughs> Those are good. Open-ended like it's statement. It's pretty open-ended, but that's still kind of high. Like that ratio is pretty high for me. I don't know if I like. <laughs> like, well, I don't know about those odds or no. No. Oh man. I, I wanted to sort of ask, on a more personal level, how all of these things have affected you in your life and how if it's had like a negative impact or a positive impact on the way that not only, you know, well, the way that you view the world, but also like your day to day sort of thing. Like, do you mm-hmm. like has it helped you, you know, get by like your job or like you know the monotony of life or things like that like how has all this sort of what have you learned that has that you've carried with you Mm -hmm. through your life i think um being open and aware to all of my experiences so anywhere from out-of-body experiences to like spirit experiences to just seeing auras and whatever it is i think um recognizing that these experiences are okay and that other people experience them too it totally it like literally saved my life because i was very low for a long time because i didn't like that i felt too different um when i was maybe like a teenager but um eventually it totally transformed my life like it it made me very comfortable it was very affirming to know that these were legitimate experiences um it changed my art um it changed my film it it got me interested in types of music that i didn't even consider before um and i think it also it got me interested in learning more about where i came from and where my family came from so it's affected literally everything in a good way um and made me really love everything instead of feeling really alienated yeah (laughs) yeah like i felt completely oppositely like it's a very maybe it's a very cut and dry answer but it was like the best thing that ever happened to me so um if you have an interest in this or if you feel inclined towards it or if you think you've had an experience and you're questioning it then go for it and learn about it and um see see if a particular faith is interesting to you or if it isn't then just basically develop your own like have your own personal um faith it's not a faith that's about you Mm -hmm. um it's just like what works for you because it's very natural it it's just you and you just are and it doesn't have to be from a text it doesn't have to be from a particular church um but if you find a church or a text that works for you then that's totally cool too because it almost seems like a lot of people when they try to well what they do is they end up boiling down and uh sort of generalizing all these other experiences into one thing and sort of it it it, you lose that uh that personal sense that i think is why people um are really washy with their faith because they don't they can't get that same experience through just reading a text or mm-hmm. things like that like it without actually living it or uh, or without letting it influence you or anything like that because I mean I know that's how I was with um, with like the religion I was raised it's like yeah I still hold most of these beliefs but a lot of it is is things that I only know because I was told I only know because I was taught I don't know yeah. anything as far as you know learning on my own or really exploring it myself it's just been you know sort of just handed down and passed down and passed down exactly to where it doesn't really mean anything anymore because i'm like well who even said this you know like why do they matter you know things like that so i don't know where i was going with that no, I took because that's um, <laughs> that's what a lot of organized faith does. Is it 
it just hands down the same text over and over and then some people benefit from it and that's cool but a lot of the times there's like a loss in, loss in translation issue or there's um, just no there's no personal attachment to it because it was a text that you were handed when you were little and it's sometimes really hard to relate to a text that you were just handed when you were little yeah. or really anything when someone just hands it to you yeah, right. because you want to know why you're being handed something um, and it is really different to just have an experience and then base your beliefs on an experience as opposed to being told formally that this is what you should believe that yeah. those are vastly different so I think that's why I don't prescribe to a particular faith but I love studying like religious art and I like looking at their most famous texts um, and I like drawing parallels between them and seeing what's similar or mm-hmm. like seeing um, like symbols in their art that are um, similar or uh, maybe even opposite of each other. It's fascinating to see uh, faiths react to each other, too. Um, but yeah, I like studying them in general, but I don't prescribe to one. Yeah, so I totally get it. Dang, interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have uh, any more. Uh, um, I don't know. I think that was probably it, but I do kind of re- like resonate with what you're saying. Like, there's so many texts that are like really, you know, kind of similar. Yeah. And I mean, because that's the thing, man. People are always like fighting over things. It's like you guys are exactly the same. Like just, just open your just, ears, listen. Yeah, just you think know, about like, how many other religions there are that are way older than Christianity, right? Yeah, like, dude. Like, come on. And there's um, I might be saying his name wrong. It's like Mercia Mercia Iliad Iliad. He did a um, he basically wrote this comparative religions text that's really amazing i love it it just like it just examines a bunch of popular face um and uh it just compares them like it just shows it shows what's similar and how they um it's not i wouldn't say that it's like it doesn't really examine them evolutionarily but it is a relatively recent um like cross-sectional study of how each faith is at their core mm-hmm. it's really it's just really mm-hmm. nice he's mm-hmm. a he's a really fascinating person but yeah i hope i'm saying his name right Iliad Mercy. and i mean Iliad. it's also good because i mean that's 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 what it's all about is sort of learning from other people's experiences and realizing that we're all kind of the same and that yep. we're all going through the same thing and we're all learning we're all living life you know as it's happening and it just it, it brings us closer together but all these like lines divide us man yeah a big, you know? a big turning point for me in my belief system was um in my high school we had a religion class because i went to a religious high school mm-hmm. and um the the religion teacher she was actually really like really cool like really open-ended on a lot of things and we had a world religions project where we had to like a religion to study mm-hmm. there was two religions that were off limits that were the ones that she covered she covered like satanism mm-hmm. and like rastafari okay or something like that rastafari yeah, <laughs> yeah she didn't want anyone to get satanism because she didn't want any of us to like dive too deep into that right <laughs> which is kind of funny I get it. Yeah. yeah but um mine was deism uh-huh it's like the same thing as like agnosticism yeah literally just a different name for it yeah deists and agnostics (laughs) are virtually the same um so i don't know after studying that and like all these other different religions like i don't think it was her intention to but that was kind of like a turning point for me at least in like my belief system i know she wasn't she was just trying to get us like open to other things so that we can be sure of our faith Mm. but interesting that didn't really work for me i mean because yeah like (laughs) but but i think that's how that's how it should be right it's like you have all of the the options and then you see which one like resonated you want it yeah you know yeah, I think and it will either affirm or deter you exactly, based you know? on the information yeah. that was given to you. So yeah, once that's interesting. Once I made like a conscious choice in what I personally was choosing to believe in, like I kind of felt like a pressure like lifted off my shoulders. Yeah, it's like wow, I feel comfortable. Yeah, that's a great time. That sounds like you made the right choice. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Because everyone's always trying to put a label on this shit, man. Exactly. <laughs> Especially is, their man. own labels. Right. Ooh, Not just yeah. a generalized, like, their own. category. Yeah. Because if you think about it, like, how many 
terrible Christians are there? But how all many, of them? But how many great? <laughs> like how many like legitimately good people that are Christians? Are, I mean, there's a lot. There's like a lot. Like like I've known a lot. I don't of, know that many good people. Period. But you know, I mean, I mean, I don't think anybody's good. Just, <laughs> just like the same with everything. It's like. Like if you're a Christian and you get deterred from being a Christian because of shitty Christians, like I don't think that's a really good reason to deter from Christianity. If like a bad Christian made you want to not be a Christian anymore, because that's just a person. Just, yeah, that's just a person. That shouldn't I deter mean, you from your faith. If like that's what assholes you are everywhere. In. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's there are assholes like, in the spirit realm too. So yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like a lot of spiritual communities that are like very jealous and competitive. And if you is that a thing? Like whether very like, much thing even in atlanta um i've had well in atlanta columbus a couple places that i've lived um there there's basically it seems like the root of it is jealousy which is weird because if you're informed on like spiritual matters you should know that everyone is open to the same information Mm -hmm. and if you happen to have an experience that someone else hasn't had it's not a reason to be jealous it's just like okay if you want to experience that then practice the same things Mm -hmm. but um i think it happens with every Everything. I think it happens with every religion and um, outside of religion too. Like that's crazy, man. Yeah. God, people are assholes. See, people are assholes everywhere. Yeah. They're, everywhere. They are everywhere. Men and women alike. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and animals too. Some animals are dicks. That's I right. think. I think. I think that's the main theme of our show: is don't be an asshole. Don't be, you know? don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't exactly. be a dick. That's, that's 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 what it's all about. You know. I worked at a vet clinic for two years, and let me tell you, lots of animals are assholes. Yeah. They're not all cute and cuddly. <laughs> nope. Which turtle hurt you? (laughs) (laughs) You mean which uh, cat, which bird, which dog, which... How many other Don't use their real name because they might be listening. Which... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, What a life. Yeah. No, no, it was cool. I loved working with animals. Mm. Way way less problematic than people. Yeah. That's true. I hate working with people. (laughs) Oh man, that's oh, why I'm not Chick-fil-A. doing nursing anymore. Mm. That's why Did you ever have to pull th- things out of people's butts? <laughs> I, I I never got that far into my nursing. The the farthest I got was doing clinicals at a nursing home for like two weeks. For like old people? Yeah. Ooh, funny story. This is not at all related. <laughs> Yesterday I had to help an old lady. I had to carry an old lady up like some stairs to the bathroom. No, into like her house. Cause like <laughs> oh, I was, God. I was getting, I went to my parents' house and, uh, this lady stopped me as I got in my car. She's like, can you help? We're trying to get my mother inside of the house. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. She was this like super old lady. She looked really, really small. And I was like, if you want, like we can all carry the chair up. And they wanted to like, put a sheet under her and like pick her up that way oh my god and dude like <laughs> okay well, like they grabbed like they put the sheet over her or whatever and uh when they were lifting her i was like all right well let me get under i guess so i can like hold her from falling down or something but this lady was a lot heavier than she looked bro <laughs> honestly if i would have uh, been like if we would have walked maybe three more subs I would have dropped her <laughs> I was slipping dude I was like bro please don't let this old lady die in my hands bro like <laughs> oh, oh my goodness yo life alert I was so scared bro and then and then life when they uh, when they were gonna put her on the bed <laughs> when they were gonna put her on the bed they the nurse was just like no let's just make sure she's on there she was just like dragging her and like throwing her I was like dude this lady looks like she's gonna break like <laughs> oh, no. bro did you tell her about our podcast <laughs> <laughs> I should have <laughs> Dude, that was a weird experience. God, old people kind of freak me out sometimes, man. No, all the time, dude. Dude, oh god, yeah, like (laughs) (laughs) fifty-fifty. Two weeks of clinicals in a nursing home was enough. Mm. Mm. Interesting people. I met like some really cool old people, but uh, yeah, nope. Nope. Yeah. Never again. I've been pretty lucky. I think I know a lot of amazing old people. That's great. Really? That's so great. far, I haven't had to drag any of them around in cheats. So that's <laughs> probably good. I didn't even know this lady and I had to. <laughs> I feel like all of my experiences with old people have been pretty bad. Oh, God. Not because of like anything I did, but just because of their oldness situation. <laughs> oh, no. Like, I had to help this lady get her head <laughs> unstuck from between the toilet and the wall. What in I'm the like, world? How did you even get in this you position? Around, like, she, did she? retirement fall? homes i don't know <laughs> no but okay but in camber square there's like hell oh yeah people, but that's dude. because that's a re- retirement neighborhood it might as well be honest no it is is it really yeah it's supposed to be oh 
Damn, that's why there's so many old people there. <laughs> oof. The place is lame. A big oof. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. And then oh, I, saw, I saw this old lady like throw up on the floor at a, what was it? What was that restaurant? <laughs> Donnie's. It was a Donnie's, bro. She was sitting right next to us. Me and, uh, and my roommate, actually. We were there. And then she's sitting right next to us. And I'm, you know, engaged with him and engaged with my food. And then I just hear like, you know, the, the weird little pitter patter that like liquid makes when it's on the floor. And then I turn around and homegirls like bent over dying on the floor like and I'm like and everyone's just like there like nothing's changing. She's just throwing up on the floor and like no one's walking over and be like hey are you okay? And I'm just like what is happening? Like dude ever since then I swear old people are just oh no they're not that's not the vibe. I can't (laughs) man I can't do that that's that's scary. Well um, we have veered very far from the topic. On that note I I think we should um, cut it. Sorry old people sorry. Yeah. we're so sorry sorry old people sorry universe sorry universe that's a good one because boy boy do we need it oh man uh well again thank you so much for yes. doing this thank you for being here this, this is been, great i i really enjoyed this yeah this is very interesting yeah. and honestly thank there's you. i have so many more questions and there's like a whole other thing that we didn't even talk about oh. that um I think we should do multiple of these because, yeah. like, I want to yeah. get into a whole bunch of other stuff. Like, we didn't even talk about your sister and you guys' shared dreams. Oh, right. Yeah, no, it's it's a bunch of people, honestly. Yeah, it's, see, that's um, crazy. Because that your sister's blind, right? She is blind. Whoa. Uh, insane. So, well, how are you going to just... Yo, I mean, we, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> can we cut it? Nah, we're cutting it. <laughs> we're cutting it. I really <laughs> want to talk about this, but we need to cut. Yeah. Like, we've, we've veered way too far off. That's already. okay. Yeah, we, yeah. Can do, we can do a bunch of sessions, though. Yeah, dude, there's yeah, so much more that, I mean, especially, like I said, this show loves all this kind of stuff, so, Excellent. you know. It's the only thing it. I know about it. Hell it's yeah, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. So, again, thank you for joining us, and uh, is there, do you want to plug in your... Uh, your social media so my social media um yeah my instagram is it's my name holloway e-e-n so it's halloween halloween that's me oh halloween that's, yeah it's like it's h-o-l-l-o-w-a-y-e-e-n holloway e-e-n oh it's halloween, halloween. yeah nice. <laughs> that's right, cool. me i like <laughs> it i love it yeah follow Thank her you. for all, all, all the goodness, you know. All right. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's not all scary, I promise. It's not. It's actually very nice. Like, <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's very nice. <laughs> hey, um, I'll meet you in the astral realm. Yes. <laughs> all right, we'll be back well, here. I'll be all y'all in the astral hours. realm. <laughs> Take me on a tour. I will. <laughs> right, yes. Thank you. All right, y'all have a good night. Bye. Screw all of you. I hate you. And cut. Thank you for listening, and please support us by rating us five stars. It really helps. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other socials by searching for MRP Show or visit us at mrpshow.com to stay updated. Until next time. I forgot to hit record.